Everybody, welcome back to Pierce of Mind Podcast. We are recording from our car on our way home from work today, so you might hear some background noise that you're not used to. I don't know how this is going to go or where it's going to go. My brain fog is getting worse, and it's scary. And I don't know how to tell Kim that, that it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm having the worst time trying to remember words and phrases. But I'm surviving, getting by. Um, it's not going to get any better uh, until I get a new liver, which probably isn't going to happen. So I have to live with this uh, inability to grab words sometimes or c- completely forget what I'm talking about. So if we switch subjects randomly, please understand it's probably because I literally forgot what we were even talking about. Um, so as you know, or you may not know, I'm back to work, been back to work now for a couple of weeks, uh, had an issue like my second day, I blacked out, passed out and they sent me home, which I didn't mind. They sent me home. It's understandable, right? Listen, only a couple hours left. You blacked out. We're concerned. Go home, get rested up. We'll see you tomorrow. That's not what they did. They basically told me that I couldn't come back until they got a hold of somebody and got clearance, which took like four of my sick days I had to use because... I still need to get paid and I lost some overtime because of it but whatever Um, met my new boss not a big fan and looks like she's not a big fan of me either Um, some of the things I was told about the target on my back are seeming very true and um, I'm just trying to go to work and be you know do everything right follow the rules and make sure that I don't get fired before I get my surgery (laughs) my weight loss surgery which i still need to find a therapist a psychiatrist to get before they'll uh, take that to insurance so we're on a psychiatrist hunt and when you live in the middle of bumfuck egypt finding a psychiatrist is proving to be fairly difficult um on some levels i'm really excited to be back to work i miss some of the people i used to talk to like a guy i worked with today i really enjoy the conversations him and i have uh about just about anything and then there's another gentleman who works night shifts but i worked a ton of shifts with him and i was able to connect with him and have some really good chats and i just that i miss and i miss feeling like i'm helping provide for our family and i miss feeling like i was just a productive member of society so it's been good to be back on that level been shitty to be back on the whole target on my back thing nobody talks to me uh well obviously i can't say nobody but literally the majority of the people won't even like acknowledge my existence so i do live a pretty lonely life for those 12 hours at work if uh you know a couple these one of those few people aren't there And I've accepted that, and it is what it is. Um, My priority is getting my weight loss surgery and make sure I don't get fired and lose my insurance before that happens. Everything else is, it's just uh, white noise, really. Treatment, we finished up treatment in Utah, PHP and IOP, um, and I learned a lot there. 
I learned a lot from my awesome dietitian Meg, who just, I was, wish I could have said goodbye to her. We left earlier than anticipated. So I wish I would have had the ability to say goodbye to her because she gave me so much good information and helped me in so many different ways with just how I look at food and about moderation and about how there's no such thing as bad food. Um, it's about how you eat it, how often you take it in, how much are you taking in, a billion different things. Um, so the fact that I got it out of my head that, you know, this is a good food, this is a bad food, just a different perspective I have now on food in general. My therapist is a different story there. I got hooked up with a therapist who, not saying she's not a good person. She's pretty cool and sounds like she does like some good things for other people in her private life. But for me, it was a bad connection. Um, she showed up, she would do the head nod and say, yeah, never wrote any, didn't even bring a book to write notes. Well, she's got a great memory, you know, I don't want to take that idea from her, but just didn't feel like, we, like she was engaged in my treatment. So I had a hard time opening up and that made things difficult. Uh, I asked every single week to get a new therapist and it was turned down every single week. The people there were phenomenal. I did, you know, I did struggle that they had minors. So I had to like watch what I said and there was just a lot of weird, like, it was just tough. It was tough to fully open up in that situation because there were so many barriers. Um, but I don't want to say I didn't learn anything. And actually, some of them gave me some great advice. Some of the people there gave me some great advice, and I got some good feedback. And it was like having, you know, a bunch of, it was like having six or seven daughters and, you know, watching them struggle and have their frustrations and trying to be there to help them just give them positive feedback and understand that, hey, I know where you're at. I'm going through a lot of the same things. You can do this. That felt good. And those are the moments I cherish from that treatment center. Um, I kind of wish we didn't choose Utah. So I don't know how we would have had, I don't know how we would have afforded financially to go to Chicago because I don't know that we could afford the housing. But part of me wishes that I would have went to Chicago for my PHP and IOP. Because the main reason I went to Utah was I love Utah. Utah is my home. Um, it's, you know, the place I claim is my home. And I have, what I, I have these in-laws that I love and I love spending time with. And they're just amazing, good-hearted people. And I thought they would be very excited that we were all coming back. So I brought Kim with me and the dogs and Trevor. We moved Trevor out. And I just thought they'd be very excited and they'd want to make time to hang out. And they'd want to do things with us in the two months we were there. And that just never really happened. Uh, I felt for the first time very much like not part of the family. And I felt very othered. I felt very much like we, we weren't we are very insignificant and not important and people didn't want to spend time with us. It just, Oh, it was just an ugly thing. And what sucks is I think I know why I think I know a big part. I think a, they see us as failures and losers and B, I think that a lot of it is because we don't have much in common. Like they're very church going. I have a hard time believing in a God right now. And I think that that is a problem for them. And I'm sure they probably think that if I was more active in the church 
and actually took it more seriously, then my life wouldn't be where it's at. Um, I don't know that I agree with that, obviously, but I think it is a barrier to like them wanting to spend time with us. So it ended up being a very difficult two months on that side because I felt very unwanted. I felt like we definitely overstayed our welcome. And then impulsive me, I decide to, that I'm going to rescue a dog while we're in Utah, which made no sense. We weren't even in our own house. We're across the country. And I'm going to adopt this dog that's been living on the street. So he's got some guarding issues. Now his name's Moose, by the way. He's a Rottweiler, but he's adorable. And Kim sent me the picture of him being adorable. And was like, what do you think? And, well, you should go get him. Okay, she didn't really say that. But that's what I heard when I seen the picture. I said, I heard, oh, man, you should go get this dog. So I did. I went and got him. And we were only supposed to uh, foster but I'm like, in for a penny, in for a pound, and I, I adopted him outright, which was not our plan. I went against our plan. That was a bad husband of me. But honestly, I think it's been so worth it. Like, he's got me up and moving more. You know, he has a handful, no doubt about it. You got to make sure there's not stuff on the floor. He's got a, like, addiction to cardboard. The dude guards cardboard worse than anything. Um, but he's coming around. We've taken him to puppy school, so we're getting some training done. We're training him. Might look into some other, like, one-on-one training and the cost of that moving forward just to kind of keep him. Because I want him to be a good dog. I want him to be a dog that I'm not afraid to have people over to my house. And so I might do some extra training with him. But you know what? I don't. I don't regret getting him. I think it definitely was terrible timing, um, especially because we weren't in our own house, and it was definitely impulsive, and, you know, we're not really a three-dog family anymore just because Kim and I are, you know, more chill and, and don't really do a lot of activities. So I... It was maybe not the best thing, but it was the best thing because he warms my heart. I love seeing him grow. Um, I love seeing that we were able to take this animal that literally was so skinny. This Roddy was so skinny. You could see his the rib outline. And he had been out on the street. And I don't know how long he was on the street for. I don't know what his life was before. Um, but to be able to give him a home... And to make him feel comfort and loved, uh, for me, it, it makes it makes my heart smile so much. So, a lot, everything will tell you it was a bad plan, but my heart said it was the right move, and I'm gonna run with that. Um, I don't know that I ever need to go back to Utah again. Um, maybe to visit, or maybe if we win the lottery and I could buy a house wherever I want, so I can see my friends, but. I don't, I'm not in a rush to go to family functions, I don't think. I just, I really felt like we were on the outside looking in on our family. I felt like by the time we left, my mother-in-law couldn't wait for us to get out of there. And I get it. We're a handful. We are. Um, but it just sucked that 
that's not the feeling I thought I was going to leave there with. It's not the reception I thought we were going to get when we got there. And, you know, Kim was right. She called it from a million miles away. But me trying to be the ultra-positive guy, always trying to find that positive outlook, uh, was hopeful. I was hopeful for good things. I just didn't get them. I... The drive home was intense. We, uh, as Kim and I and three dogs, I'm telling you, the things that happened on that drive, if I, there's some things I can't even tell you because I think my wife would murder me. But like, for, there was a, some moose. We gave him, uh, we gave them some sleepy, sleepy pills to make the trip easier. Well, it turns out those sleepy pills will also make dogs poop looser. And so Moose, being a good boy, tried to tell us he needed to go out, but we didn't, we didn't, the first time we didn't get the message. Um, so he pooped in the car three or four times. We had to stop, pull over, get the poop out of the car because the other dogs were losing their shit because they were basically stuck around this poop. And every time it was just a fiasco because we had to get all the dogs out. One person had to hold all the dogs. Then we had to, other person had to be like on cleanup duty, cleaning the poop, rearranging the blanket so the poop was like covered, like the poop area was covered. We had to buy this like fresh smell thing, which I'm guessing really did not smell fresh. It was just like a poop smeller cover up. So yeah, there was a, a wardrobe change in the middle of nowhere with a door door open with some covers you know for like a closet it was just nuts but honestly I thought it was this great uh what is it example of how Kim and I can work together because yes we both got frustrated at moments yes we both got angry at moments but I don't think we really let that out and then like we really helped each other out we really support I, I was very impressed on how we worked together I don't know why, because Kim and I, like, we do we do work well together. Um, I think we have a hard time recognizing it sometimes. Or we just, like, if you have me, I let my uh, impulsive response come too fast and I fuck things up. But we got home. I was excited to get home. My house was still standing. And... Uh, you know, my neighbors looked after. I really appreciate my neighbors. Kim and I have hit home runs for neighbors. Maybe not socially. Like, we haven't been, like, very social with our neighbors. I'd love to have them over for a barbecue or something. But what's been really nice is just how we, like, can count on them. Like, they, we asked them, hey, I'm going to be going out of town for medical reasons. Do you mind? Just keeping an eye on the house, no problem. They called us a couple of times just to let us know some things. Um, just great neighbors. Very happy. And, you know, the same thing, like, when we were out in Twilla in Utah, we had really good neighbors. So, thankfully, we have been very fortunate to pick areas where around good people. And, obviously, I'd like to say I think most people are good at their core. Um... But let's be honest, I don't even know if I know that's true. Anyhow, I've rambled on for too long here. 
I just wanted to get back on here, get something laid down, let you guys know I'm back. I'm going to try to get back on track, but please understand if I'm not posting, it's because emotionally I'm not in a place where I can take, give the energy to be part, you know, to do this. So please don't take it personal or like, obviously don't take it personal. What the hell? That's stupid. I'm sorry. That I almost want to cancel this recording just for that. Why do I say silly shit like that? Or like apologize. I apologize all the time. I got really good at not apologizing in Alabama because I had a lot of support, you know, pointing out that I was apologizing all the time. But I realized when I'm back at work, like I always take things on like I did something wrong. And a lot of times it's not that I did something wrong. My process is actually really good. The program screwed up or I was given bad information, but I still, for whatever reason, take the blame on myself. I guess that's something to ask my therapist about if I ever find one. Um, I got some questions from you guys, and maybe I'll get into answering some of those. They're kind of old, so I don't know if there's any value in doing that. If you have any more questions, you can hit me up on the Facebook, Matthew Stephen Pierce on Facebook, um, Pierce of My Podcast on uh, on Twitter. So, we're there. If you got some questions, send them out. I'd love to do an answer thing. Uh, Maybe take some live calls at some point. We'll see how that goes when I get to recording live again. Or live streaming again. But, right now, here's the deal. Liver in shitty shape. But, gallbladder's gone, so there's some pain relief there. Um, Crazy thing, though, is I've been having these, like... uh, uh, Charlie horses all over my chest area. And so that makes me a little nervous with my congestive heart failure. Um, besides that, listen, I'm surviving. I know that my body is deteriorating. I can feel that on the inside. I wish I could get people to understand that where people are like, you don't look very sick. And I'm like, eh, you should see my blood work. <laughs> Or, like, you should be in my body and feel, like, how I feel certain things, like, slowing down and not working as well. Like, my mind. Because my liver can't get rid of the toxins, so it fucks up my memory. And I end up having um, dementia-type symptoms. And that is awesome. Anyways, like I said 30 minutes ago when I tried to end this thing... Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the people who shouted out to me saying that my vulnerability helped you be open. I love you for saying that. I appreciate you. Those kind of comments kept me doing the show even when I was having a hard time and I was in treatment. So please, like... Understand as much as you appreciate me, I appreciate you, and I think we helped each other out. You guys have a great day, and until next time, I'm out.